This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Joshua Houts jumped over on the Finsider yesterday and shared some news that the Miami Dolphins have brought back Melvin Ingram. Joshua Houts, I will let you tee us off here. How did it happen? Why did it happen? All the journalistic W's. Let's hear them. Well, I can do none of that. I mean, I was going to say he can play center, but he can't do any of that, right? So I can't really tell you why it happened. We know we've been looking for that defensive line depth. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Emmanuel Agba can slide inside a little bit at times, as can Melvin Ingram. He's a guy that I think we were all rooting for hard when he came over to the Miami Dolphins. Um, I wish I had my article up. I know he's uh, 34 years old, I believe. I believe he's 34 years old. He had, about, I think, 20 tackles, six and a half sacks the other uh, year with the Miami Dolphins. So it's just another depth piece. I mean, it makes me wonder what's Jason Pierre-Paul doing, right? What have they seen from him over these last few weeks? Is there maybe another injury that we're going to only hear about, you know, closer to a Sunday's game? Um, but I think Melvin Ingram was a guy that they've continued to talk to. I know earlier in the year, back in June, I think Mike McDaniel was asked about Melvin Ingram and Brandon Shell, and he kind of said that they still had some interest in him, but the money wasn't right. So this late in the year, Ingram might have, you know, an opportunity maybe for a ring, you know, praying for that and an opportunity to come in there and make an impact, whether it be in the run game, rushing the passer. So um, that's why they brought him back. And I'm a little bit intrigued by it because, again, I think we all remember some of the big plays he had um, a season ago and what type of difference maker was. I think we were a little bit surprised they didn't bring him back earlier in the year. So I'm all on board with this. What do you guys think? Merrick, how are you kind of uh, – where, where's your radar going on this? Because um, instantly you go to Jason Pierre-Paul, what's happening there, because that's the most recent – uh, defensive and the Miami Dolphins have brought in. However, I think it's interesting. I believe that Melvin Ingram is on the practice squad. And Melvin Ingram and, and Jason Pierre-Paul, the way they play, the styles, it, when you're bringing players into your team, I don't think you're trying to get the same things out of players like JPP and Melvin Ingram. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on if you think this is directed at him or maybe there's something else happened here at Ed Rusher. Yeah, you know, I think there's a little bit of that, but but here's something that that I would put out there. Melvin Ingram had the reputation of being a locker room leader last year and being kind of a guy that was able to get other players kind of hyped up and get them focused and and get them get them playing right on game day. And I think you know, you mentioned it earlier, Jake, this last episode of Hard Knocks, you saw Mike McDaniel going to Duke Riley and being like, hey, dude, you know, speak up a little bit. Let's get this defense, you know, let's get a little more energy in this practice here ahead of this this big Monday night game. And if Mike McDaniel's feeling like this team needs a little bit of a, an extra spark, why not go to the guy who was able to provide that for you 
last year on the defensive side of the ball. And I think another thing, too, is you got to look at the snap counts of some of these defensive linemen. They're really high. This Dolphins team, the, the rotation just isn't there as it is with other teams. And they could be getting tired. They could be getting, you know, a little bit worn out. So bringing in a guy like Melvin Ingram, a guy who can rotate in and give some of these players and Andrew Van Ginkle or Bradley Chubb a, a, a series off, that's going to pay dividends as the season wears on. It's a long season, 17 games. And then you got the postseason beyond that. So bringing a guy in who can rotate in on some of these pass, pass rushing reps, maybe a little bit more effectively than JPP has been able to do. I think that's a good thing. And we've talked about it before. There's no such thing as having too many edge rushers on a single football team. So getting Melvin Ingram out there and allowing him to, to be unleashed and go get the quarterback, that's going to be a good thing for the Dolphins. The Dolphins have been one of the best teams at rushing the quarterback, getting to the quarterback, disrupting the quarterback. Obviously, things change so much when you lose someone like Jalen Phillips for the entire year. Will Levis was sacked just one time on Monday Night Football. Josh, is this a scenario where you think, I, Merrick, I actually do really like your point about being a locker room guy, uh, but do you think this is something where the Dolphins just didn't see enough against the Titans and already, you know, I'm sure this late in the season, Every GM kind of has their top two guys at every single position if they were to add free agents at this list. Was it simply like, hey, we didn't see enough. Maybe we aren't getting enough from Andrew Van Ginkle because we need him to play nickel a little bit more. And you got to bring in a guy like Melvin Ingram? Yeah, I think you both made great points. I mean, you just mentioned right there, you know, with Andrew Van Ginkle, maybe they want him to play a little bit more inside more, and they're bringing in a Melvin Ingram to kind of take on that role. I guess I continue to wonder what Jason Pierre-Paul's doing. So um, also Merrick mentioning how he could be just coming in there to be that locker room leader and to get everybody ready to go and to be that depth piece. So um, I think you're both a little bit right. I'm just intrigued to see what his snap counts look like because, like you guys said, before this game, the Dolphins were doing a pretty good job of getting to the quarterback um, I don't know if you guys um, – there were news that dropped today. The Dolphins brought in Matt Skura uh, to the practice squad, the veteran center that spent time with uh, the Ravens and Giants and Rams, uh, played 77 games, started 73 games. So um, there is now another center. I was reading a transcript today where it said Liam Eikenberg ended that game with some bumps and bruises and things like that. And Mike McDaniels made it sound like it would be fine, but I'm thinking – Dude, this is the only center on the roster. Like, you guys are kind of downplaying this one. So, uh, they did bring in a center today and uh, also another offensive lineman, Jonathan Harris. Hey, and, and you know what? Credit to Chris Greer for continuing to turn those stones. I really like the addition of Skura there. Um, hopefully, he can bring something to the roster. I do think Liam Eikenberg has played his best football this year at the guard spots. Um, and I think, uh, you know, you can have one of Lester Cotton or Robert Jones on the field at any given time and we'll be okay. I That's don't fair. want to see both of them on the field at the same time, you know? So if Liam Eikenberg can move over to left guard or right guard and Skura can come in and provide a, an anchor at that center position, I'll feel a lot better about this offensive line, but you need these bodies because that's, I guess that's another problem I saw with this game. And, and we've talked about it earlier, me specifically, the dolphins have been super conservative with injuries this season. And I think this was the game where, where it really came back to bite him in the ass. Teron Armstead sits, so Kendall Lamb's out there. Connor Williams gets hurt, so Liam Eikenberg has to play center. You move a guy like Robert Jones into the lineup, and, and you're just looking there, and you have four reserve offensive linemen playing with one healthy starter, and that's Austin Jackson, who has been an abysmal player up until this year. Now, he earned that new contract, 
uh, which is a is a great thing. But he didn't have his best game uh, on Monday night either. So you, you sit these guys, and you, Robert Hunt didn't play. Teron Armstead didn't play. And you're just saying, well, we'll go out there and we'll beat you with our backups. And what happened? You got punked. Tua got sacked five times in that game. So I think that the Dolphins need to realize, hey, we're at the end of the season here. Things are getting a little bit hairy. I wrote it in my uh, good, bad, ugly column on the Finsider this week. It's time to take the kitty gloves off and let football players be football players and go out there with with a couple bruises, a couple, you know, a couple bumps like you talked about, Josh, and say, hey, it ain't ballet, brother. Go out there and play some football and play it to the best of your ability. And if it doesn't work and, and, and if there's a little bit of a setback, we'll deal with it then. But – you can't keep saving these guys for later when soon enough there isn't going to be a later if you keep losing these football games because you're playing backups all game long. I mean, they've lost one game in December. I know, but I'm pissed off about it. So, Robert, I'm, Hunt, ner- I'm nervous, Jake, because I saw how it played out last year, and it wasn't just last year. How many years have we seen this late season collapse Always. from the Miami Dolphins? It never ends, and I don't want this year to be a repeat of years past, and I'm just so nervous that it's going to be. The thing is, no matter what you want, it don't matter. You it can't, whatever matter. you say, it does not matter. It does not matter. They will find a way. They will find a way. I know that. You know that. We all know that.